All right, all right. Welcome to IoT Coffee Talk. We don't have the electric guitars today, but Mark's doing air guitar. He's really good at that. So, you know, just imagine you're hearing Eddie Van Halen or something like that. Or, I don't know, gosh, Joe Satriani. I'm just, whatever. I'm, I'm, I got nothing. Okay. It might be a good thing that we don't have Leonard to start this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, you were just on some webcast yesterday or day before yesterday. I watched a bit of it. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was at yeah. the IoT North. IoT actually North. Paul Wells. Yeah. So, what's, which... what's IoT North mean? Is that just because they're way up north? <laughs> So actually, it's like a collection of different IoT meetups in the north of the UK, like right. Scotland. Um, okay. I don't know, Newcastle yeah. and others. Okay. Which is it's really nice. I, I think he's a good, uh, very good community leader on on that area. Yeah. And it cool. was really interesting. Actually, he made something really nice on that meetup because yeah. um, basically the the main title or header of the meetup was like. Um, buy versus build on the IoT, yeah, and and it's funny because he invited like different people, but then he also invited one of his customers ah. in the conversation. So I think that was super differential compared with no what we talk here. We don't have any customer here, right? And it's so, super important to have customers. Exactly. Not if they the, don't want one, we it's have. easy to imagine what to We're build, right? Our but, time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's good. No, I watched it for a little while. It was a good conversation. That was good stuff, man. What do you know? You know? I, I I do I do feel that we have at at various points over the past couple of years, like we have brought the customer perspective, right? Like you know, we've talked about why they bought, why they didn't buy. You know, what was the you know the return on investment? Why was it a really stupid idea? The yeah. blocker. Uh, who is going to stop this project from going forward? The champion who says, "Oh my goodness, like I'm going to help you grow this thing." I think, I think we. So yes, we've never actually brought. I guess this isn't isn't the show to bring a customer because we're not. I don't know. We're not. Um, someone should sponsor that. There, we. Yeah. If you're brave enough, yes, IoT company brave enough, bring on a customer, and we can ask really tough questions about you know a project that that could be that yeah. could be fun. Oh, they may ask tough questions of us. Yes. Indeed, you know, yeah. The, but, uh, the customer is the boss. Yes. You know? <laughs> what, going, kind of customer, what kind of customer are we talking about, though? Oh, uh, well, maybe not <laughs> the idiot customers, maybe the smart ones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was just, but, but, yeah. Go ahead. No, but it's interesting because today I was listening to a podcast and actually someone was explaining uh, that he had a customer who wanted to install capware on, on the factory. And and they said, why capware? Oh, yeah, it's because it's a state of the art. Okay, no, let's understand what you have and then maybe capware is a solution or not. But at the end, no, the, the problem is that, yeah, customers, they want what they know. If they don't know, they, don't, they cannot... Uh, Wanted. So basically, right. you need to sell like an, an agnostic platform to be a good, no, to recommend the right uh, thing to your customers. If not, it's you are going to sell your products as crazy. And I don't know you if know, this is good. We should start some, like, you know, the um, some heated discussion about, again, open platforms and open it, you know, open everything and, and you know, agnostic. Um, I mean, 
I, from a buyer perspective, uh, it's it's hard not to agree with it. But, you know, like I, I think looking at total cost of ownership and it's not talked about enough, but who is maintaining that open platform that promises you everything? No, but I don't talk about open source or no, I'm not talking about this. It's more related like if I, if you know, if you are going to buy to me technology and you know that I'm going to get what, $100,000, $100,000 if I sell you Microsoft. Uh, um, license. Mm, so I'm a bit biased, right, to sell right. you this product. Yeah. So um, then, what I mean uh, is, that I, don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there is anything in existence that is that. Right. I mean, everything is going to be biased one direction or another, no matter yeah. what. Right. Like you just said, if it's Microsoft, at the core of it, you're buying .NET. That's what you're buying. Yeah. And if you're if you're you know, if you're going to go the other route, then you're buying Linux Foundation. So if you I mean, you are going to be you have to make a decision, right? It's it's. uh, Yeah, but I agree if you recommend well your customer, if they don't know about what what you're going to install, technologically speaking, and you recommend well, not um not because you have you will get money from the sales that you are going to do later right or, or the licenses that you're going to sell to them or ind- directly or indirectly this is what i say no i agree with that and, and but see that's the that's the hard part about it right is that even even so like for as many of the you know cities and municipalities that i've i've worked with i never will say oh this is what you get or this is what you get it's 100%. Let's talk about what it is that you're doing, how you're using it, what insights you're looking for, what your outcomes are. And then let's write a set of requirements and let's see who fits. Indeed, yeah. And then you can do like a DAFO or whatever you want saying, okay, if you use this product, you can have these. If you do it yourself, you can have that. Exactly. So, so now the, the, yeah, yeah. The, this is... the burden of the burden of decision is on them. And what I'm doing is just saying, you know, look, it, it based on everything that you said, you have food allergies that look like this, or you can't go that way. Um, but you know, it it really is giving them the best information possible to you know deliver the best outcomes possible. I want now, Bill. You know, you're just talking about doing the right thing for the customer and using a, um, an outcome based discussion. Right, like, where do you want to be in the future? Not, not, not a which platform. Who's not just, you know, what's the outcome that makes your money or saves money, and it's safe, right? Because everybody wants to be there, and what's in the middle, you know, it's uh, it's it's less important. Um, and that and that makes sense. It's just like, you know, we've discussed so much about um, the the ultimate the platform that you decide on. And and you know since Mark brought uh, you know Kepware and and I I, I just started to to twitch because oh, he makes sorry for Kepware. sorry for saying name no 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 it's fine you know like it also makes me think of you know of the uh, I don't have anything against Kepware sorry no no neither do I oh no not other names that I name here maybe yes but not Kepware sorry uh, you know b- b- big fan because you know at, at the end of the day uh, you know in, in manufacturing and and I think I've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago at the end of the day. I think from an IoT centric perspective, we always think about 
sensorizing the thing, like the, the, the physical thing, when in a factory, the, the number one step is, does Platform X support systems? Because there's systems in there, right? Does it talk to SCADA? Okay. Does it talk to MES? Okay. Can I go to the cloud? Okay. And, and then we can go down into, you know, a couple of levels into a, an asset and then just send it, send it back to the platform. And, and if it's open and, and not necessarily open source, but at least, you know, open ish so that the customer has um, a way of connecting to systems that will never talk to each other, but the platform could be in the middle and, you know, obfuscate data or just, uh, you know, make things talk to each other, then that's great regardless what the platform is because lack of interoperability is a freaking problem. That and is the think, problem. Well, and you know, and, and what's worse is when you find out in the middle of the bloody project, ooh, yeah, so that's not going to talk to this. And uh, don't even bother because the vendors are competitors. It's like, nope, this Schneider thing is not going to talk to those rock. Just let's just leave. Uh, you know, inter- interoperability is huge. And any platform, and, and the more a platform brings of that, the best outcome that, you know, the customers are going to experience. And, and I mean, I think is- I, you hit on a good point because it, you know, when you say manufacturing, all right, I go, okay, so manufacturing, that is a vertical in and of itself. And, and so when I'm looking at it, but I follow your, your train of thought 100%, it is systems and it's systems of systems. And, and so when you say, you know, is there a SCADA element? Okay. Well, in cities, some cities own their own water and they have water SCADA and they have SCADA data. Right. And the whole objective around what I try to get them to do is it's breaking down the silos. Let's stop, you know, public works. Share your data with sustainability. Sustainability, share your data with traffic. Traffic, share your data with everyone. And and then from there, you get down to the system. So on the water side, nine times out of 10, they're talking talking Modbus. They're talking DNP3. uh, And then there are some that just don't have a managed protocol at all. In the middle of all of that, is where I've started to see, you know, over the course of the past few years, the message broker, because if it's an IP-based system, the message broker helps tremendously. And where you put that message broker is important. Um, But now we're getting into the element of how are you going to architect this this piece of it for them? And which is why I believe that it's very, 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 very difficult to have an out-of-the-box platform that solves problems day one. Every single one of them has their own unique requirements. And so you need to understand all of the pieces of all of the systems in order to say, okay, well, here's how we're going to do it and follow the flight of the packets. And literally getting back to basics of saying, you know, okay, if I try to eliminate the conversation around transport, because it really doesn't matter. For me, it really doesn't matter. I don't care. Let's talk about what we're trying to get. You're talking about water meter data. Okay, well, we can use we can use a low bandwidth, you know, an LP WAN network that just transmits once a day. 
And if now we're talking about traffic, okay, well, you really want real time? It's streaming data. You now need to have broadband connectivity to each one of the intersections that's going to get me this data as fast as possible. So there's, I mean, there's such a big conversation to be had around what problem are we trying to solve? What are the requirements to actually deliver the outcomes that you're that you're truly looking for? Bill, any comments on, so again, we just, you know, good points uh, all coming from, again, interoperability, right? The ability to connect one thing to the other. Um, do we, I, I feel that, I feel like uh, a lot of, a lot of folks do get their foot in the door by actually talking about interoperability, because if I come into, let's just stick to water here. Yeah. If I go in and I say, hey, my widget, my widget talks to Modbus and DMP3. And that's what you have, you know, you're you're in the door because there's less hesitation in that, okay, you know, I know the MP3, you know, it's it's gonna work, you know, let's let let's chat. Isn't the opposite true that you know if you come with you know Wiz Bank cutting edge 20G edge compute AI generative whatever, you you're just you just dead out of the gate? Oh yes. Yes, yes, because what what you're talking about is you're talking about the tech. You're not talking about the problem that's being solved. You're saying, oh, I can talk this and I can talk that and I can talk this and I can talk that. Again, I'm going to come back. It, we don't have to look. Rob says it all the time. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't. You don't have to use every alphabet in in the you know in any language to say okay. Well, you know because you don't have you know MQTT. Uh, well, you have MQTT, but you don't have MQTTSN. And then by the way, CoAP is in existence over here. And then where I mean, you don't have to do that. You know to get them to go. Wow, he really knows what he's talking about. I didn't understand a damn thing he said. So I mean, I think I think you have to come in, and it's more than just the talk. You're right. You can say, I understand what it is that you're trying to get to. So you take that SCADA piece of the problem and you go, okay, your all of your water, your lift stations, your pumps, all of your you know, pressure sensors and everything like that, we've got that contained and we can we can get that back. Now you go through user stories and use cases that actually say, now I want to do something. You show me how to collect the data, you show me how to get into a central repository. Now I want to act on it, which now means that something needs to communicate. So what ERP system do you have? Do we want to close the loop and say, I found the problem, send it over here. I want to initiate a, a work order. And that work order needs to send somebody out to that lift station or that substation or what have you and execute, close on it, send it back. Now we know this is what happened in the series of events that, that took place. So, yeah, you can get your foot in the door, but are you going to close the door on your foot because you don't have the full story? Don't close the door on your foot. If the door is heavy and it hits you right in the ankle, you, you're going to be limping. For yeah, you are. <laughs> and, you know, we'll just stick with this interoperability talk instead of something really sexy since we're going to get chopped off here in about five minutes anyway. Um, you know what, Bill, when you said that, it made me flash back to the old story at Lumata, how do I make a 1.0 product look like a 3.0 product? And yeah. it's like, here's the platform thing, and we're getting all that data together. But how do I talk to SAP or everything? Oh, let's get Pentaho with its 100 ETL connectors, and let's glue it with APIs to Lumata 
so that we can have an action and go create a, a work order in SAP or ServiceNow or whatever. You know, obviously that's the back end part. Obviously, there's the front end part. You know, can I talk Modbus or whatever? But then there's the other part because God forbid we all create brand new data silos everywhere. Um, which is what most people did, actually. Uh, <laughs> and they're still doing that. They're they're still they are still doing that. This is, I mean, it, yeah. It, I mean, look at look at the conversation just around electrification. Okay. Right. Interconnect is a problem. You're talking about oh, we're gonna we're gonna electrify these fleets. I was just talking about this yesterday. You're we're gonna electrify these fleets. How many charging stations do you have? Who? <laughs> Are you waiting in line to charge now? Yes. There's a plethora of, of chargers that are out there now. Are they what all kind of a plug do you have for your EV? <laughs> what protocol is your car talking to that plug that's going to the charger? Bill, Bill, I have this on an Excel spreadsheet on Office and Office 365, and that's okay. how we're going to do it, okay? I got my fleet, I got the chargers, what fits where, and you know, and using a script that ChatGPT wrote for me, I am going to just dispatch via SMS and a 3G network. That's you know, all. It took many years for the evil oil and gas industry to standardize on what refined petroleum products are going to be, where they work in every car and they're sold at every gas station on the planet, and you know it's going to work. And if you do it any other way, where you have, well, we have Bob's gasoline that works this way for these kind of cars, and we have Fred's gasoline that's this different type, then all of a sudden we have fragmentation. We saw this in the early days of telecom in mobile, mobile networks. Remember, like, oh, if you live in the Atlanta area, this mobile operator will work for you, but you won't be able to work if you're in Houston, you know? Um, and so we are clearly seeing that today. We've got superchargers. We've got different kinds of, you know, I don't want to call it the Wild West. It's not that wild, but it's not super standardized either. There's people, you know, everybody, there, should, we should be having a single way to charge every car. So there, I, before I jumped on this call, I was just on a call with the Open Charge Alliance where they are trying to standardize OCPP, right? Open Charge Protocol. You oh, don't, oh. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, yeah, you know me. <laughs> so, I mean, they're they're literally going through that right now, and we're down at the point of of understanding how do you how do you execute the charge? Meaning, you walk up like a charge point. You walk up, you tap your phone, and it knows that it's you. But what information are you giving away? When you do that, Give because when you plug your wheel, so I plug my car in, it says it's a Tesla, it's an S series ID number, who owns it, it gives away my information. Wow. And I'm like, I don't like that. Right. I don't, I don't like, but if you want to charge someplace that's not Tesla, you got to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, they need to fix that. So yeah. I'm literally part of that where I'm like, nope, that's not cool. So you, you've created the Anonymous Charging Alliance. That That's what I'm going to do. That's <laughs> <laughs> This is the because, rise of resistance. Because literally, when you do that, 
Yes. Yes. Look at that. What does that mean? F around and find out. Yes. F around. Yes. F around. Yes. F around. I'm telling you, that's the best F chart around. on the internet. If you yeah. F around this much, you're going to find out. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, you know what? This is going to be a really short deal since we're yeah, down to 15 seconds. Thanks for everybody coming today to IoT Coffee Talked. We had a great, to the point, succinct discussion on interoperability. Um, which is important, right? Whether it's at the device side, it's telecom side, and it's effing around side and talking to right. systems. Whatever you do, don't F around and find out. Exactly. Don't F around and find out. Thanks so much for coming. Check us out at itcoffeetalk.com or anywhere you get podcasts. And we are out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>